Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing today? That's your boy, Dog, from English Black Friday. And today, I'm here in the studio, joined by one of the most successful women I've ever met in my whole life. Are you guys ready to hear this podcast? I hope you are. This is going to be an amazing conversation. You're going to practice your listening and you will learn a lot about vocabulary and American culture. This is English Black Friday. Get ready. So who is joining me today? Hi, guys. I'm Vânia Castro. I'm from Piauí, Brazil, and I'm an English teacher. All right. This is great. So Vânia... I mean, yeah, tell me more about yourself. I mean, how do you feel today? Are you happy to be here today? Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity and that's it. No, the pleasure is all mine. I mean, I've been trying to have a conversation with you for a long time. You know, our English Black Friday channel on YouTube is going down, baby. It's been amazing. And you know you're invited to be there, joining me in a video to talk about uh, what you do and your job. And this is going to be just the first time you've been invited and you're going to participate in this little conversation but you know you're always welcome to be here oh thanks so much i really appreciate that this is great so vana I, i want to know really i mean about you and about who you are you know yesterday on march the 8th was the international women's day and i have decided uh that i wanted to talk to successful people And you're going to be our number one. You know, I've admired your work. I've admired who you are for a long time. You know, I'm very proud of you, proud of what you have become. But, you know, I know your story. I know what you've been up against. I know what you've been through in your life. But these people listening to you don't know anything about you. So, yeah, I don't know. Tell me about your early days in your hometown. I know you're from Piauí, right? Right. So tell me about your early days. Okay, so uh, I was born in a small town in Piauí called Agua Branca, but I just was born there, and then I moved to São Pedro do Piauí, which is my family hometown, and, but actually, I haven't lived there, you know, there was a smaller place inside of this city called Coqui. Okay, and... hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> yeah. I got to interrupt you that, so you're telling me you're from a small town in Piauí, But right. inside that small place, there is an even smaller place. Right. Okay. This smaller place called Koki. That's where my family and I we lived there for some years. Wow. And I lived there until I turned five years old. Okay. So until you're five years old, you're living in this place called Koki. Right. It was a very simple place. Like, okay. Just for you to picture that. Um, the power has arrived there like a few years ago. Oh, um, you mean you mean the the light and yeah. power? Like people did not listen to the radios because they didn't have power there. Right, right. Wow. Back in 2012. That's crazy. I mean, because I mean, a lot of people here might not really understand that there are still places like that, right? Right. Yeah, very simple place. Like no water. Like no bathroom inside the house. Wow. And like. So this is your early days? Yeah, uh, and we would survive from plantation and some animals my family used to keep. And um, we used to, you know, have you heard of a, like a small, um, how can I say a small 
warm from yeah, the coconut. A coconut warm. Yeah, coconut warm. I've heard about this. Yeah, we used to eat that as I've, a snack. I mean, I've seen I've seen your video on YouTube about right, this, right? That's right. Okay. Oh my God. I I mean, when I watched that video, I was just like, because you know, I grow up and uh, I was born and raised in Belo Horizonte, which is a big city. And I've never experienced something like that. When I saw that you were eating those worms when you were a kid, I mean, I was I was in shock in the beginning. But actually, when you were a little kid, did you know that you were poor? No, actually, no. Because when you you live in that situation, you you can't imagine a different world. Yeah. Your world is that situation. So uh, we used to eat that as a snack. But then we, I think that a lot of work, we could like get better and improve our way of living. That is great. I mean, I've imagined something like that, but I I could barely imagine that this would be so close to me. And I mean, now that you're an adult, I mean, have you have you gone back to that place? I mean, how important is that place for you? It's really important. Um, I've gone there like a hundred times, you know. That's where I was born, you know. Uh, every year I go back to Piauí like three or four times a year, and I always go back to the place. That's great. And when you when you lived in that place, who did you live with? I used to live with my grandma and my grandfather uh, and my uncles. Yeah. Okay. And at that time, like, where where was your mother? Actually, my mother, she moved to the capital of Piauí, which is Teresina, and she went there to look for uh, for a job. And she promised me when I was like, when I turned five years old, she would pick me to live with her so she could provide me uh, studies and education. And did she keep her promise? Right. That when is I turned good. five, I moved to the to the big town. Okay, so you moved to the capital of Piauí. Right. And it's called Teresina, right? Teresina. Okay, and... good. And all right, so that, I mean, the first time you went to the city, how did you feel? I mean, that was a big city for you, or how, how was that? Yeah, I got so impressed. Everything was new for me, and actually, that was a new world, and I, I really liked that. That is great. So then, uh, Right away, when you moved into Teresina, did you start studying in school, and how was that? Right. I started studying a small school in my mom's neighborhood, and that's it. That was amazing. So you went you went to kindergarten? Right. Okay, so you went to kindergarten, and then right after that, you went to elementary school? Right, and middle school, and middle high school, school, and high school, and then, yeah, and college. Oh, and then you get to go to college. Yeah. I mean, in your family, I mean, uh, I'm sorry if I'm uh, invasive or anything, but has anybody in your family ever been to college before? I mean, or you were the first person to go? I... I was the first person to go to college, but after me, my mom had the opportunity to go to college. That is great. She graduated three years ago. Okay. And my sister, my stepfather, and some cousins. That is amazing. I mean, so you you were the person that pretty much inspired those people in order for them to continue their studies, right? Yeah. You should be really proud of yourself. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks that, that's that's why I've actually wanted to have you here because 
I mean, many people around the world and many people around my city of Belo Horizonte, sometimes they don't believe that they can be an instrument by God to change people's world, to change people's reality, to change people's perspective of life. And you've been used. And now here you are. That's great. And I'm very proud of you. So, I mean, what about... Because, I mean, we're having this little conversation in English today. And you're fluent. I mean, you speak beautiful English. You understand everything. You speak everything. You write everything. You have become a teacher. How was that? I mean, when did you start? When did you decide to become a teacher? Tell me about it. Well, um, believe it or not, uh, but since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a teacher. Oh, that sounds like a yeah. cliche to me. <laughs> right, but that's the truth. Really? I used okay. to have a school with my dolls at home. Wow. And I taught them for many years, you know, at home, and I've always wanted to become a teacher. And uh, in that time, when I was uh, in Teresina, the only way for me to go to colleges was uh, through the public university got it yeah which, which is we called federal university okay and then i studied hard and i could go to federal university of piaui great say ufpi there oh you'll say ufpi ufpi okay <laughs> like here in belo horizonte we call it ufmg or ufmg right yeah okay that's great so you went to this college and what did you study there yeah i studied english teaching linguistics that's great So that's when you become uh you you became a professional English teacher, right? Right. And I've been a teacher for nine years. For nine years now? That's great. Well, it's been quite a while. I mean, but before you went to college, did you have a chance to study English in a language institute or English school? You know, we have a lot of English schools in Brazil. Did you have an opportunity to go? You know, this question is just so interesting for me because I haven't had this chance. You know, I started learning English at the university. And it was really hard for me at the beginning because my first day, the first class, like everyone knew how to speak English, how to communicate, and I just knew how to say three three sentences. Wow. Like what, my what were they? Like, <laughs> my, my name, name is, <laughs> the book is on the table. And I love to dance. <laughs> I love to dance. Oh, do, do you really love to dance? I really do. Okay, so do, do you do that on your free time? Or what do you do in your free time? Yeah, actually my free time I like to I like to go out to like with my friends, with my boyfriend. I also like to eat out and just poke around on YouTube. Okay, that's great. That's great. All right, so um, Vanna, what I, what I really want to know too is uh, your process of learning. I mean, how did you start learning English, your first contact? So you, you told me that... When you went to college, you actually didn't know how to speak and you hadn't had an opportunity to go to English school, right? Right. So, not before college. Not before college. But then once you were in college, what were the chances? Yeah. So after two years in college, I had the opportunity to go to a language school in Teresina and I could improve my English. I could blossom my English skills a little bit more that time and... That was good. That's great. That's great. Because you see, I mean, one thing that I like to tell everybody who's around here is that education is the key, right? I mean, for me, 
if you decide to go into education, you know, things will fall into place automatically in your life. And this is what happened to you, right? Yeah, uh, for me, it was uh, really tough at the beginning. But, you know, I had to study more than the others. I had to spend more hours, like, looking for things. But this was rewarding for me. Okay, I don't know if I told you, but I also went to college and I studied uh, language arts and linguistics and teaching. That's and, awesome. Yeah, so I got my degree, but believe it or not, I don't have a degree in English. Can you believe that? No. Yeah. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I went to college and I studied both Portuguese and Spanish. I've always wanted to study a different language, but... You know, English has been my life since I was 17 years old. That's my first contact with the language, too. And now I'm 32. So it's been, what, uh, 15 years, right? Actually, tomorrow, March the 10th, it will be, uh, it will turn 15 years. That's been an anniversary for me because that's, wow. that's the first time I went to school and... And so uh, you were saying that you learned English by yourself, like most of the time, yeah, most of the time. I mean, I went to an English school here in Belo Horizonte, very small school, but most of the the things I've learned, I learned from music, I learned from movies, watching series, talking to people. But of course, the the school was very important for me, really important mm -hmm. for me. But I don't want to talk about myself anymore. I want to talk about you. So you went to college. Right. And so you, you got your degree. Yeah. And did you finish that? I mean, did you stop? Or what, what else did you do? Okay, so I graduated from college in 2011. And after that, I decided to move to Belo to Belo Horizonte to study my master's degree. Great. Yeah. So today I'm a master. Wow. And, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So no, hold on, hold on. So tell, you're telling me that girl that came from a small town, that inside a small town there is a smaller place right. with no energy, no power, no light, no runny water has become a master yeah i i've decided to to follow my dreams because when i was in college i, was, I said okay i want to be a professor someday and the only way to be a professor is like going through the master's studies and then for the doctors that's right oh by the way for you guys listening to this podcast right now well there is a difference between a teacher and a professor So a teacher is a person like me, a person who will teach students in schools in general, elementary school, high school. But if you want to teach at college level, if you want to teach at a university, you're not a teacher anymore. You are a professor. That's great. So you've and, always wanted to be a professor. Right. And there is more. If you work at the university but just for a short time you are called teaching assistant oh a teaching assistant yeah that's oh, what i do today so that's today, what you do today yeah i teach at wfmg wow. but i'm a teaching assistant okay so there is a professor who's in charge of that certain subject and then you are her assistant i mean yeah. you help her out with uh things that she's doing in the project right because in brazil we call that substitute teacher substitute teacher yeah 
Oh, by the way, have you ever watched the the video called Substitute Teacher? Many times. Oh, that's funny. It's really it? funny. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we were talking about Key and Peel. Key and Peel are two comedians from the United States. They're super funny. They have a video called Substitute Teacher. Go check it out. It's a teacher who had taught for 20 years in the inner city. And he is from the ghetto. And he is funny. <laughs> you go check it out. Yeah, you should. But, all right. So, and then you, you finish your college. You, uh, you got engaged and involved in this uh, master's process, you got your master's degree. Right. And in 20, 2015. 2015, that's when you finished? Right. Tell me more about it. And then at the same time, I was uh, applying for a scholarship in the United States yeah. called Fulbright. And then I was selected to go there. So I traveled to Florida. I lived there for one year. And I was a teaching assistant at Florida State University. <laughs> man, this is hold up. I mean, let let me just try to recap this. This is gonna be a summary. Let me just see if I can add and connect the dots. The little girl was born in the small town in Piauí. Yeah. Inside a small town, there is another smaller place, and you're actually living there for about five years with your grandfather and your grandmother. Is that correct? That's right. Right. So then right after that, your mama promised you that she would take you to the capital of the, uh, of the state called Teresina, right? And your mother kept the promise. That's right. You moved to Teresina, Piauí, and then you started going to school, to a regular school. You didn't study English until you were in college. Right. You started learning English in college. You finished that uh, graduation, right? So you're undergraduate in the Federal University of Piauí. You finished that. You moved to Belo Horizonte. You started your master's project and your master's, I mean, your academic life here in Belo Horizonte in UFMG, which is a great university, by the right. way. Right after that, you got an opportunity to go to the United States through Fulbright, which right. is this American government program, and you have become a teaching assistant at Florida State University. Right. This is what I call success. <laughs> so, actually, uh, the Brazilian government and the American government, they were my sponsors. Okay. Okay. So they they would pay for everything? They would pay for everything. Wow, you know? man. And I was That's also an a cultural ambassador. Hold up. What what does that mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, when I got in Florida State University, I became the president of the Portuguese Language Club. You oh, know? they they do have a language club for Portuguese. Yeah, they is do. Is that is that based on Brazilian Portuguese or more? Brazilian culture is more like Brazilian Portuguese. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're the president. I became the president. Girl, have you club. ever have you ever thought about being the president of Brazil? I mean, because with with all these <laughs> no, things I you haven't. have done, I mean, with all these things you have done, the sky is not the limit for you. You can go over the sky. You can go through it. Yeah, I just follow my dreams. <laughs> it's a lot of focus. That's right. So, I mean, you said that you went to Florida, but was that your first and unique experience in the United States? 
Actually, this was my second time in the United States. Okay. Back in 2013, I went to I went to Texas and I lived in Houston for oh, four months. Shit! Yeah. This is what I'm talking about, yo. This is Houston, Texas, baby. You know I lived in Texas too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I went to Houston. That's why my nickname is Dog Houston. Dog because I love it. And Houston because it's my number one city in the United States. By the way, shout out to my Houston family. My host family is the Lievers, the Stoners. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got family. The Yigadons, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> Mom, I love y'all. Yeah, I mean, if you if awesome. you guys are listening to this, I mean, you know, this is Vanya right here. She's telling her story, her amazing life story. So, yeah, so before you went to Florida, you went to Texas. And what exactly did you do to Texas? Uh, did you do in Texas, by the way? Uh, did you go for academic purposes or any other purposes? How was that? Yeah, the first trip was a little bit different. It was a, a cultural interchange. And so I've worked as a camp counselor. Okay. Okay, in a day camp. And I lived with five different host families in great, Texas. Great. Um, and I used to lead activities, you know, to develop activities for children and teenagers. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's great. I mean, and I mean, some of these host families, you know, I've had many host families too, and I'm friends with them, and I love them. Do you, do you keep in touch with them? Right. When I when I went to Florida, I visit like two host families like four times in a year. So we had dinner together. I spent like Thanksgiving with them, and I'm I'm still in touch with them until today. Okay, that's great. So, uh, Vanya, I'm I'm really impressed. I mean, your story is beautiful. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I mean, you've been you've been through a lot before you have become this person, this professional that we have today. Well, today, do you teach at any place, or I mean, do you have a school you would recommend? Yeah, um, I teach in a school from Oxford University Press. Uh, can I say the name? Yes, you can. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. The name of the school is Achieve Languages, and there are many units all over Brazil, but I work at Achieve Languages Pampulha in Belo Horizonte. Oh, I... co coincidentally, <laughs> I teach that too. The, oh my God, really? Yeah, I really recommend this school, you know. And I also teach at UFMG. Okay, so that's the teaching assistant career that you're building, right? Right, right. Okay, that's great, that's great. I mean, and Vanya, besides the United States, have you visited any other countries in the world? I've been to Bahamas. Oh, yeah. shit. You, I know you didn't, <laughs> you didn't go there to work or study. No, no, no. Definitely no. not, because I mean, nobody goes to the Bahamas because they want to study or work, because that place is beautiful, That's right? Amazing. And what did what did you do there? I mean, you said that you went on a cruise ship. Yeah, I spent four days over there, and I could get to know um, one island. It's called the Coco Key. Oh, the Coco Key. Yeah, and I've been to Nassau as well. Oh, Nassau, yeah. which is the capital. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you know that, but in Nassau, actually in the Bahamas in general, they speak one variety of English, which is called Bahamian Patois. Yeah. So Bahamian Patois is an interesting variety of English. I mean, not a lot of people uh, here in Brazil know about it, uh, but you know, you have these different Patois in the in the Caribbean islands, right? Yeah. Like you have the Bahamian Patois, you know, the Bajan Creole, which is the 
English spoken by Rihanna. You know that song? Work, 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 yeah. work. You know, a lot of people in the beginning, they were like, man, this is crazy. What is she saying? Because she, she was speaking in a very different way, right? Right. Uh, actually, for me, I've noticed since the beginning I got there, it was just a little bit hard to understand them. But, you know, I've been in touch with people from different parts of the world you know i have friends from india from afghanistan mongolia wow. uh, from the middle east like saudi arabia and jordania Jordan. and so I, I, re i remember yeah. you like i remember that girl from jordan yeah my senora, one of my best right? friends yeah senora. yeah she is super cool i mean yeah. senora, if you're listening to the podcast today this is a shout out for me boy dog you know uh van and i we love you I mean, whenever you have a chance to come to Brazil with your husband, you know we have a place to stay. We're going to take you places, and it's going to be fun. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you've been to the United States. You've been to the Bahamas. Yeah. I mean, how many people in Brazil have never been to those places, and they really want to go, and they think their life is hard? You think their life is complicated? They can't make money. They can't do this yeah. and that. And then you are... A role model. You you were an example of a person that came from nowhere. I mean, cause I mean, I'm sorry if I offend you by calling that place nowhere, but it's a place that nobody has ever heard, right? Right. And so then you just like vacationing in the Bahamas, going to the United States, becoming a professor. Wow. I mean, you've been, you've come a long way. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm really happy for that. I'm really delighted. That's great. So, Vani, I mean, we're coming to an end. I mean, we're walking uh, towards this podcast together. But, you know, English Black Friday has been created in order for me and for my business to be developed in a way that many people could know more about the black American culture and also the black Brazilian culture, all connected like that. When you were in the United States, did you actually have contact with black people and the black culture If so, tell us about it. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of contact, especially in my second experience. Um, in Florida, I used to, uh, to go to a church. Uh, it was called Jacob's Church. And it, it was a black church. And I, I made a lot of friends when I was there. And, you know, I got baptized. You, okay. You got baptized yeah, in the church? Yeah, in the black church. And I, I've made wonderful friends over there. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of strolling? Strolling? I mean, the dance? The strolling yeah, the dance? dance? Yes, you I know, have. I don't know if you know, like, people there, like, the black community, like, they dance in church, they dance at college, like, everybody following the same movies at the same time. Okay. Actually, there is a movie about stamping and strolling. It's called Stomp the Yard. If you guys didn't have the opportunity, yeah, stump the yard. If you guys ha didn't have the opportunity to watch this movie, go watch it. Uh, it stars Chris Brown, and it's an amazing movie. You can see strolling and stapping. Stump the yard is the movie. So that was your contact with the black people in the black community. Right. And how, how was that? I mean, did, did they embrace you into the community, or they were a little... For sure. Yeah. Oh, really? Since the beginning, yeah. Uh, and I was part of the group, you know, uh, and I've traveled to them like twice. Okay. We went to Tennessee together and then we went to Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. You know, Atlanta is yeah. one of the biggest centers 
for black culture and black yeah, communities, know. right? Yeah, I know. This is great. Vanya, thank you very much for being here. English Black Friday is very happy to have uh, hosted this podcast with you. You know, this is your house. You're welcome to be here with us at any time, any day. You just pick the date. We're going to record. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you guys for taking your time and listening to us and just follow English Black Friday. All right, this is English Black Friday, y'all. Thank you very much for being here with me. All right, I'll see you guys later.